Wasn't that worship great? So good to see a band up there. Hey, there's something I do want to encourage you with, and I'll just read a scripture to you here this morning, which is my habit a little bit, if you've been around church for a while. This is Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the harvest sea, though its mountains waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. And it goes on a little bit further down. Um, Be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen to that, hey? Just something I want to encourage you with for next week for Easter. We're doing a Good Friday service. um, Well, a communion service, actually. We're doing it at 9 o'clock on Good Friday, and I would love you to be part of that. Um, Robin, my wife, is going to lead that communion, and she's got something really special to share for that. So make sure you get ready your emblems and uh, for Good Friday, 9 o'clock. And also then Sunday, Easter Sunday at 10.30. Um, you know, you can get together with uh, our church, with our Zoom parties beforehand from 10 to 10.30. And they've been great fun as well, where people have just been uh, meeting together in their groups and chatting and, and catching up. And that's a great opportunity as a church to do that. Uh, and then we head into the service at 10.30. So, you know, we're trying to um, think about how we can make next week special uh, for Easter Sunday. And we'd love you to be part of it. Wherever you're viewing from, all around the world, we, we love having you with us. And it's been amazing. The the width and the depth of the, the broadcast has gone to. So, uh so here this morning, we've got a great privilege to uh, hear uh, Pastor Chris Clum bring the word. He's our Generations Pastor here at Baylife Church, and I know he's got a great word for you this morning. So I'd love you to give him a great big Baylife welcome as he gets ready, and here he comes. Thanks, Chris. Thank you so much, Pastor Greg. How are we doing this morning, church? It's so good to be here, and I'm so excited and, and grateful that I get to bring a message this morning that I feel like God has placed on my heart for this season uh, for you guys sitting there on your couch. But hey, before I start the message this morning, I just want to honour all the parents out there that have homeschooled their kids this week. Wow, what a week it has been. I uh, thought, you know, homeschooling kids wouldn't be that tricky because I was a school teacher for 10 years, but I have proven to be wrong. Um, This week was super fun. My wife has carried so much of the uh, load of doing that. So I just want to give a massive shout out to you as well that you are incredible. You're amazing. And I just want to honor you this morning and thank you for everything that you do. And before I uh, get into the message as well, I just want to say a big happy birthday to all of the people that have birthdays in April. Um, You guys are going to be able to have birthday parties, and that makes me super sad for you because I love a good party. And uh, I just want to wish you a happy birthday. And I know Pastor Greg's one of those uh, people that have their birthday in April. And I just want to have a big shout out for you guys this morning as well and just wish you happy birthday if you have a birthday in April. But what a year has it been? You know, just a few long months ago, 
that we were celebrating in 2020. It was New Year's Eve and we were super excited about the year to come. You know, we all had 2020 vision and we had a spring in our step. We were excited for what God was going to do for the plans that we had for our life. You know, the things that we wanted to accomplish this year in 2020. We're like, you know what? 2019's gone and 2020 is here. And then someone decided to eat a bat. I know. And then we went into social distancing. And then we went into isolation. And now we're sitting in our homes with a maximum of two people in our, you know, our families can join together, but two people together. And it feels like 2020 is gone. And I just want to be here this morning and I just want to encourage us that, you know what, this year is not over. You might be thinking, you know what, let's bring on 2021 because 2020 is just a write-off. And I just want to speak to that lie this morning that if you're believing that, that I just want to encourage you this morning that 2020 can still be the most amazing year if you want it to be. You know, today I'm here to encourage you that God is not thinking that 2020 is a write-off. That that God's not thinking, oh, well, we'll just wait for next year for the plan and the purpose that that He has for you to be able to uh, come to completion. But I just believe and, and, and I know that the passions and the visions and the dreams and the excitement that you had at the start of 2020 can still be the same today. And the reason that I know that is because Philippians 1.6, it says this, it says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. You know, the plan has not changed. And I just want to encourage you this morning that the plan and the purpose is still the same today as it was yesterday. That God's plan for your life, it hasn't changed. And and the reason why I'm confident in that is because of this verse that is encouraging us this morning. And I'm believing for you in 2020 that the good work that God has started, that He will carry to completion. And I just want us to um, not, not ride this year off, but I just feel like as the church, it's an amazing opportunity that we have right now to be able to dream again, to step into the, the plan and the purpose that God has for us this year. Hey, I'm just going to pray and we're going to jump in to this message. So God, I just thank you so much that we can be here today. I just thank you, God, that you do have an amazing plan and purpose for everyone watching this today. And I just pray at the end of this message, Lord God, that we will be excited, Lord God, for the gifts that you've placed in our life, that we're excited for the thing that you want to do in us and through us this year in 2020. In Jesus' name, amen. So there's a lot of things in life that kill our dreams, that kill our passions. And I just feel like one of them um, this morning that I just want to touch on are disappointments. You know, you might be sitting in your lounge room this morning feeling a little bit disappointed, feeling a little bit disheartened, feeling a little bit, um, you know, why would I even bother? And I completely understand where that comes from. I completely understand the, the feeling that comes where, where, you know, we are excited for something and then something gets taken away and we feel like, well, 
Maybe the thing that I was excited for isn't meant to happen. And I just really want to encourage us that, you know, let's not put our faith in the situation or the circumstances that we're in right now, but let's continue to put our faith in that verse that we're talking about before. Continue to put our faith in God that what He has started, that He is going to bring to completion. It just might look a little different. Let's not get discouraged. Let's not get disheartened. But I just want to encourage us to continue to fan that flame within us for the thing that I know that you can still be excited for this year in 2020. The first thing that I've been encouraging us in is that the plan hasn't changed. God's plan for your life hasn't changed. And the second thing that I want to encourage us in this morning is that the gifts that God has blessed you with in your life, they haven't changed either. You know, we may be thinking that, well, now we're in isolation, that, you know, now life is looking a little different, that the things that, you know, that, I, that, that I'm gifted in or the, or the things that, that God has placed in my life, I'm just going to put them on pause for a second until life goes back to normal. But, you know, I'm, I'm here today to encourage us that as the church, I just feel this is our time to stand up. This is our time as the church to be able to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. And you have all being created with amazing gifts in your life. If you believe in Jesus or not, that I know that God has created you with gifts. God has created you with talents and and God has placed them within you for a reason. And I just know at this time that it's our we have an amazing opportunity as the church, like we never have before, to be able to be the hands and feet in Jesus, of Jesus Christ in this crazy world. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the amazing opportunities that each and every Every one of us has because, you know, it's not that we need to come to a building to be able to do this, but we are the church. You and me, we are the church. We are the hands and feet of Jesus and the gifts that he's placed in your life. They haven't changed. They're not going anywhere. It's just going to maybe look a little different how we're going to outwork them in this next season. And I just want to encourage us this morning out of a Bible verse out of Romans 12, starting at verse 3. And it says this, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belonging to all the others. We all have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. It goes on and it says, If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is, to, if it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. And this morning you might be sitting there thinking, Well, how do I know what gifts I have? You know, before I was saying that I know that God has created you. God has created you with these amazing gifts that He's placed in your life. And I've just got a, a fun illustration here, a fun example here that you're going to be able to identify with, with one of these characters in this story that might be able to help you understand, well, oh yeah, that's me. I've got the gift of mercy or I've got the, 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 the gift of service or, you know, I've, I've, got, I've got the gift of encouragement. And I just want to 
show this example this morning, and I'll just jump into it. It says, there are seven people having dinner at a restaurant when the waiter drops a whole tray of drinks on the table. Who's ever been at a restaurant when a waiter's come and just fumbled the drinks and they've gone everywhere? I know when I used to work in hospitality, I definitely have done that, and it is the worst feeling ever. But the mercy person is concerned for the hassled waiter and confirms him by telling him, hey, it's okay, it's not your fault, everything will be okay. The teacher begins to explain a better way of carrying trays so that this will not happen again. The server jumps up without a word and starts mopping up the spills and cleaning up the mess and fussing around, just making sure that everyone is okay and making sure that no one's got stains on them and and they're just there to, to, to help everyone in the scene. The prophet says he could see that was gonna happen by the way that the waiter wasn't paying attention. The giver offers to pay for another round of drinks The encourager says that everything's going to be okay, it's going to be fine, and not to let this, you know, this little thing spoil a great night. And the leader asks one person to mop up, one to get a new chair, one to get a new round of drinks, and takes up a collection to pay for the drinks and the dry cleaning bill. You know, that's just a little bit of a a funny illustration, but what I do know is that you'll identify with one of those, one of those characters in the story because each one of us has been given these gifts by God. And this morning, I just want to go through these gifts and just encourage you in the, in the gift that you've been given and, and be able to, to champion you on, to not pull back in this season, but continue to, to go forward and use the gift to be able to be the hands and feet of Jesus and to encourage the people in our community and our world right now. So the first, the, the, the first uh, group of people I want to talk to, and these are the people that have the gift of prophecy. And if your gift is prophecy, I don't want to encourage you this morning, keep on prophesying. Don't pull back from that. And you know what a prophecy is, is just when we're praying and, and we're praying to, praying to God and God just drops a word in our heart for someone specific or for a group of people, uh, a specific word for a group of people. And it's an amazing thing that, you know, I could be praying for someone and God just drops a word on my heart and says, hey, I just want you to encourage this person in this thing right now. And that would be a prophetic word that God uses people to encourage people in the thing that he wants to talk to them about in this season. And, you know, if you have that gift, I want to encourage you, don't pull back from prayer, but lean into that and make sure that you're picking up that phone and calling people and say, I just want to encourage you right now in this season. I feel like God's saying this or send that text and write it down and send it to the person just to to build them up and to encourage them in the season that they're going through right now. This isn't our time to pull back from that, but it's our time to lean in and, and let's just prophesy like we never have before and encourage the people in our community, in our, word, in our worlds. If your gift is serving, this is the next group of people that we're talking about. If your gift is serving, then let's take every opportunity that, that we have in this season to help people in need. You know, I love people with the gift of service because they just see need everywhere that they are. They walk around and they, they see need here and they see need there and they see need here and they continue to, you know, they, they, they step into that need and they make a difference in that person's life. And right now, I just want to encourage you for all the people 
people that are seeing need in our community right now that, hey, we're still the church, that we're still here. Give us a call. Send us a text. Say, hey, I've got someone in our life right now that needs a meal. We'll cook the meals and we'll get the meals. We, you know, if someone needs to get groceries delivered for them or picked up, hey, we're here for that. If someone needs to be isolated right now, that we're here to be able to help that. And I know that the people with that service gift, they're going to see these things and make sure that you're letting us know as the church and you continue to do that, which I know that you would be anyway. It goes on and the, the next gift that I want to talk about is if your gift is teaching, then teach. You know, I love people that have the gift of teaching because they love the Word of God and they love the truth that's in the Word of God. And you know what? In this season, the world needs to know the truth about the love of Jesus Christ. The world needs to know the truth that's in this book. And in this season right now, I want to encourage you, don't pull back from reading the Word of God. You guys and girls that love teaching, let's lean into that and continue to teach the Word of God. Jump on your Instagram accounts and say, hey, this is the revelation that, that I found in this verse today. It's going to encourage someone out there. I promise you. You know, grab a, a group of friends and, you know, start a Zoom chat or, or, or some type of online chat where you can say, hey, you know, this is the encouragement that I found out of the Word today because we need people that are getting the revelation of the Word of God to continue to encourage us in this season. The next group of people is if you have the gift of encouragement. And, you know, this group is the group that I feel like I identify with, that I love to encourage people. And, you know, right now is the time that we need to be stepping up and encouraging everyone in our lives. You know, this is our time to shine, that we need to be encouraging the socks off people, that we need to be bringing hope into a dark world and light into, into situations that might feel lifeless. And, you know, the way that we can do that is, you know, we can be calling people up and just encouraging them and that they're doing great. You know, just a word of encouragement is so, so powerful. You know, maybe for the single mom or for the single dad that's, that's teaching their kids, you know, why don't you just pick up the phone, send them a text and say, hey, I just want to encourage you that you're doing a great job. Even though maybe you don't feel like you are, I want to encourage you today that you're doing a great job, that you've got great kids, that you've got a great family, you're doing an amazing, amazing job. You know, maybe for that, that parent that had to move away to, to, to work because of this season, hey, why don't we encourage them in that and champion them on? and say, hey, we're here for you. We're here for your family. We want to encourage you in this season and just be able to bring life into a situation that, that might not be so exciting for them. You know, if maybe for the person who's lost their job that we can be calling them up and encouraging them and saying, hey, you know what? Maybe that you've lost work right now, but I know that there's a job around the corner for you and um, that we're praying for you and that we're here for you and just let people know and encourage them in a season, maybe when they're not feeling so encouraged themselves. You know, for that Woolworths worker or the Coles worker or the drive-through worker or whoever's, you know, when we're at the shops, you know, we need to be the most encouraging people with a smile on our face. You know, I feel like we walk through the shops at the moment. I've got to run away from people, but all I want to do is encourage someone and give them a smile. You know, put a smile on your face and encourage the people. Say thank you for what they're doing right now, serving us in a time where, where maybe they, you know, they have no other option. And, you know, being able to be that person of encouragement can light up someone's day and change someone's life for the better. You know, I love to say this, that encouragement to people is like water to plants. The more they get, the bigger they grow. And if they don't get any, they shrivel up and die. 
You know, in this season, I want to encourage us. Let's be the most encouraging people that we can be because it's like water to plants that we build people up. We help them, you know, make them healthier and build them up to be the strong people that, that they actually are, maybe when they don't feel like they are right now. The next group of people that I just want to talk about is if your gift is giving, then what an amazing season it is for you to continue to sow into the kingdom of God. You know, I love that God has given this as a gift, that some people are just amazing at making money. And I just want to encourage you in this season, don't pull back from meeting need. Don't pull back with fear or or with unknown what's going to happen. I just want to encourage you in this season to continue to be able to use the gift that God's given you to meet the needs that you see with your finances. You know, continue to, to give to the church, continue to sow into people's lives, continue to give to areas that need help to continue to to meet that need that I know that you love to do. If it is to lead, then let's make sure in this season, let's not pull back from leading in this season. I want to talk to all the leaders out there that are watching this this morning. You know what? This season right now is a season where we can pull back or it's a season where we can go to God and we can get fresh vision, fresh excitement, uh, continue to, to lead like we've been called to lead. Don't get discouraged in this season. Let's get creative. Let's, let's not pull back from the leadership gift that God has placed on your life. Let's continue to lead the way that, that, that God needs you to lead right now. You know, for you and your family, let's lead our families well. Let's lead our ministries well. Let's, the areas that you've been placed in leadership, let's make sure that we're leading well in this season and not pulling back. If your gift is mercy, then you know, you're one of the most important needed people in this season. You know, don't pull back from you know, feeling like um, it's okay to have a mindset of it's going to be okay. You know, I love people with the gift of mercy that you can just hang around them and you can just feel a million bucks. You hang around with them and you just know that, you know what, everything's going to be okay. And I just want to encourage you in this season, if you have that gift, continue to love, continue to pray, continue to bring hope and care. Make those phone calls, send those texts, which I know that you would have already been doing, but continue to do that because the difference that it makes in people's lives, you never know what it's going to do. You know, your gifts have not changed. God's purpose for our lives, for your life, has not changed. Maybe we just need to see it a little differently. That if we look at it from our situation that we're in, if we look at it from the season that we're in right now, you know, it's so easy to find the negative and the doom and gloom. But I just know that there's another perspective, and that's God's perspective. And the way that He is looking at our situation right now, He's not freaking out, but He's saying, Hey, church, you've got gifts, you've got talents, I've created you with these things. Now is the time for us to step up and be the church that God has called us to be. And I just feel right now God is saying that it's time to dream again. It's time to get a fresh download from heaven of how God needs us and wants us to be using these gifts that we all have been given in this crazy time the world needs us most. I love this verse out of Proverbs 17, 17. And it says, A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. 
You know, right now, church, I just believe, you know, we're, we're friends at all time, but I just believe right now is a time for us to be the brothers and the sisters that, that the world needs us to be. That, you know, the Bible's saying here, we were born for this. We were born for this time of adversity to step up and to continue to use the gifts and the talents and, and the things that God has created us with to continue to love this world, to continue to be the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ. I love that thought that, hey, we were born for this. I just want to encourage us also in this season that we have an amazing opportunity to encourage people in their faith. You know, being able to make a phone call and, and just to, to have a chat with someone when everything is being taken away so quickly and, you know, all the other things that we rely on. And you might, might like to think of all the other gods that, that we rely on, like, like, our, like our money and our comfort and our security and, and science and, and even ourselves. These things that we put our hope in have been taken away from us so quickly. And I, I'm just here to encourage you today that we have an amazing opportunity to encourage people in, in the hope of the one true God, in the hope of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and that is Jesus Christ. That I love that what the Bible says, that He is the same yesterday, today, and, t- and, and forever. That He is the creator of all things and brings meaning for the reason we're alive and purpose to what we do while we're here on earth. And today, as we're, you know, moving into this Easter time, moving into this Easter season where we're celebrating, you know, the, the, the death and the resurrection of, of Jesus Christ, and we're moving into this, this season to celebrate that, I want to encourage us today to trust in Jesus. Because the things that maybe we used to trust in, aren't so trustworthy, <laughs> that, that we, we put our, our things, that, our hope and our trust in things that can change so quickly. But I want to encourage you today that I know that in this relationship with God is a relationship that is solid and firm and doesn't change. And, and one thing that I do know is that this relationship with Jesus Christ is the one relationship that we all need. And today I want to give you an opportunity to be able to ask Jesus into your life. Today I want to give you an opportunity to be able to put your trust and your hope in something bigger than ourselves. And I want to give you the opportunity to make that decision today. And and what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pray a prayer in a second. And I would love for you to pray that prayer after me, that I'll say a line. I'd love for you to pray that line after me. And and what we're doing this morning, if you want to make a decision to ask Jesus into your life, that I I, I promise you it's the best decision that you're ever going to make in your life. And, And why don't you just pray that prayer right now with me? Why don't we pray like this? say, Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sin and for raising again after three days. God, I thank you that you have forgiven me. I thank you that you've forgiven me from my past and for anything that I could do wrong in my future. God, I thank you so much that you love me. And today I accept that love I accept that forgiveness. God, I accept your grace. And today I'm making a decision to start a relationship with you. And I thank you from this moment on, I can call myself a Christian. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer this morning, I just want to encourage you so much. That is the greatest decision, as I said, that you're ever going to make in your life. And I just want to encourage you right now that there's a little, little, little box that's going to pop up on your screen that you can just tap on the raise my hand. That, and that's just saying that I made that, I prayed that prayer for the first time today, or maybe that you prayed that prayer and recommitted your life to Jesus today. And I just want to encourage you to, to press that button right now on your screen. A little box is going to pop up. And I would love for you to be able to just fill in your details there because we would love to be able to connect with you this week and be able to encourage you in this decision that you've made made to start this amazing relationship with Jesus Christ. And I just want to um, be able to send you something this week and send you a little gift in the mail just to say, hey, here's something to help you with this decision that you've made today. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today at Baylife Church. And I just want to encourage you once more that the plan and the purpose that God has for you today is still the same as yesterday. And God's plan hasn't changed. Thanks so much for joining us. Mm-hmm.